Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? Well, another okay episode. Not that exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one, like, it's getting up better for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, just get to Tahoe already. Yes. That, I think that's really when we're going to kick things off. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get into tonight's episode, what has been going on? Um, not a lot. Raquel walked to New York Fashion Week. That yeah, was, that was cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sheena went to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. I Did you watch? I mean, I know you didn't watch the game, but did you watch the halftime show? I did. I had to watch it, like, the next day. But, um, yes, I did. Did you like it? I did. Oh, I thought it was very boring. So, I, well, I I think, so my dad was like, go, he's like, oh, my God. Like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then I was reading other comments, and people were like, it was kind of cool. And so I was like, I have to judge for myself, you know. So I watched it, and I see what people are saying. Like, it's some of the songs were, like, a little slow and stuff. But I freaking. You couldn't even really hear him sing much. I, um, but I love. Jermaine Dupree, I love Little John, I love Luda, so um, there were definitely some highlights yeah. in there for me. Yeah, the Little John was more of a highlight, but I'm just not an Usher fan, I think he's so overrated, but I know there's the whole generation of like, oh my god, I'm right back at my high school dance, like, dee 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 dee, dee. like, so I know that's just like a thing for a certain age. I mean, I love, like, yeah, you know, like that one, yeah, times yeah, three, and... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was good. Like, and I thought he worked really hard. I think he tried to, you know, he really tried to put on a show. I liked the marching band aspect. There were some cool elements. Um, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Has Miley Cyrus ever done it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to think of like, who I'd like to see that, or Pink, has she ever done it? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, well. I mean, I'd like to see Sheena in the 27s. Yeah. Yeah. They they can open up with Boy Crazy. Yeah. Close with Fa La 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 and, like, good as gold in the middle and dj <laughs> dj james can dj lala can come on stage like th- there's lots of things they could do they could do the uber eats since that was the most voted favorite version of good as gold in our poll <laughs> could you imagine if like tom sandoval and the most extras did halftime oh my god it would be there would be it would be like a, a safety issue at the stadium you know people would oh yeah they'd have to clean the field like <laughs> Well, players would be slipping on tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> okay, wait for that. Tom. 
if Sheena, oh yeah, on Watch What Happens Live, they had a poll because they had TJ who runs Emo Night and then one of the 27s, not the one that's going on a date with Katie, but the other one as the bartenders. And so one of Andy's polls was um, like on a scale from one to 10, what did you think of the Screamo version of Good as Gold? And it got a five. Oh, that's not great. But it kind of tracks along with our own poll. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I feel like that's like you have to be a deep fan to like even differentiate like what's going on. So people are probably just like, you know, like just put it hitting the button. Well, let's hope boy crazy really hits. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all this stuff on the James stuff just swirling around old recycled stories and just every page and it's I don't even know where to go with it. I don't even know if you just want to it's just everything everyone's been talking about for years. This is going back like eight, ten years. Like Kristen first started saying it. Jax is on a podcast in twenty nineteen saying the stuff James has done is worse than anything. It's a hundred times worse than anything Jax has done. It's you know, it's it's like murder or something. And then he's like, but we can't talk about it. We were told you know, I ca- from the powers that be, we can't talk about it. I kind of think you that we should play that clip right now. It was really good. Okay. Do you want me to play it really quick? Sure. Okay. Okay, listen up, guys. Here we go. Watching um, uh, James Kennedy and the things that he was doing and his patterns, like, kind of make you look inward and be like, holy fuck. Like, that's what I was doing. And then rejig the format. Well, I don't like to be, I, you know, I compare myself to him a little bit but the things that he's done which have not been talked about are way worse than what i've done i yes. way now I, considering what i've done is bad and i'm not justifying i'm not saying who's worse and who's no i think bad, you've taken pretty you've taken accountability yeah I, we, we're just not allowed to talk about the things that he's done i know and what he's he should be not on the show anymore can i mean to be honest it's i kind of alluded to that in uh an episode with Kristen because i have heard things that it's and i understand protecting the franchise protecting protecting the the franchise the network yes and your cast and listen this is how you guys make money it's a really popular show but if everybody's saying it i I know it's just one of those things that just guys you know we have to stay away from and it really bothers me because he just kind of is just getting away with murder really and it's just it's it's fucking frustrating i can't wait to do a tell-all book when this is all over because i'm gonna do it as soon as we as soon as this is done i'm gonna do the best tell-all book and i'm gonna tell everyone every single detail that has happened (laughs) whether it's hurtful or not i will tell it so there you have it and yes that episode was posted february 9th 19th 2019 and he was tweeting back then, too, Jax was. One of the tweets was something like, James hits women. Like, he flat out said it. So, well, and, and I very much remember that the cast tried to freeze him out then. Yes, like, they, exactly. tried, they refused to film with him. Um, there was, like, a whole movement. And it just... Stacy 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 and Katie kept alluding to things. Um now we have this Tamara and Teddy that Allie went on Sheena's podcast. Why can't I speak? Uh-huh. Um, and denied. There's just so many components and elements. There's some new, but a lot of it's old. And it's just like, where is this going? But I think the, the 
most damaging bit is, in fact, what Jax has said. And we've heard that recently, too, that NBC is the one doing the investigation. It's like, well, what good does that do just so they can cover it up? You know, and that's what it sounds like, like what Jax says. He's like, but we're not allowed to talk about it. You know, we got to protect the franchise. And we have heard the cast knows there's a podcast um Someone put it out in December and they re-released it last week saying on emo night, these allegations were brought up and they were talking about them. But then everyone freaked out because the cast was mic'd up and it was like picked up. So production quickly had to shut that down. You know, so it's like, so the cast knows about all of this and they're willing to like have like be quiet, like hush money to protect their job and the show. And that is the rumblings we have heard. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just the things people have been saying. And um, if that's ever going to come out, you know, if what Jack said on this thing four or five years ago, we're not allowed to talk about it. We have to protect the franchise. That's really scary for everybody, Mm -hmm. not just James. Yeah. And I don't know. At some point, I don't think you can just – I think you just need to – I don't. I mean, I don't know what the deal. File and press charges. Why didn't Kristen ever do that? I mean, I know she said she didn't think people would believe her. Fair. I I get it. Um, but I, I guess at some point, then you you can't just. I don't. I I just like to see this settled one way or the other. But I guess that's not life, right? A lot of people never get their truth solved or resolved or mm-hmm. acknowledged well and i i just i think that like if we could say one thing it's that this is this is like the reality of what a lot of victims deal with where not everyone will come forward not everyone's willing to talk and when that happens like it's it's tragic because nothing can move forward it's mm. one of the justifications against the theory that production is trying to protect James. It's like, see, they really handled business immediately on below deck, but it's like, well, that's also a different situation below deck. It's a different cast and crew every season minus like one or two people, you know, no one was invested in this guy. Um, You know, so the stakes aren't as high as a main character that's been on for eight seasons, you know, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that is a good example where, you know, they saw something and they took care of it. But also, people, production and whatnot, they're much more vigil these days than they were in those earlier seasons of Vanderpump. When I think most of these things happen, I know people think possibly there are some abuse with Raquel, but she has not said that. She alluded, like, I didn't want to say things because it could ruin his life, but she has not said it. And, in fact, we've heard you know, what she meant by that was she was talking about Graham and that potential, uh, you know, he's kicking Graham or potential abuse of Graham. And that's what she was referring to. Um, so unless something recent comes out, I get it. P- you know, people were it was this before me too, this, you know, camera crews production, they love all this salacious stuff. Remember like the first few seasons of bad girls, the shit they got away with, like, mm-hmm. um, so this below deck thing, that was just last year where, everyone's much more careful and vigilant of, you know, preventing these types of things. So it doesn't mean that James shouldn't have to answer to it because it doesn't matter if production stepped in or not, it's still wrong. But again, I can't, you know, it's alleged. So, Mm -hmm. 
just want it. I don't know. Figure it out. But it's what everyone's talking about, so I had to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I can't open Instagram without that in front of my face. I wonder, like, you know, being in DJ James Kennedy's house, like, if, if like, they're like, should we say something? Like, should we make a st- – like, I wonder if – I mean, it has to be getting to him. Like, you know. Well, that's why I thought Watch What Happens Live was so timely and interesting because it's not like tonight was necessarily James's – episode you know usually they try to time the guests with Mm -hmm. they had a storyline that week but I thought oh maybe it's his time because all of these things have been bubbling Bethany's talking about him again all the sites are talking about him Allie just addressed it on Sheena's body so that's why I was really tuned in but not a single question Hmm. which come on let's be real like I understand why Andy doesn't want to get in there um especially when there's like a, another guest on, but you know, all those like questions, callers, tweets, tweet me your questions. You know, 90% of them were asked James about the allegations, you know, they oh, just totally picked and choose what they wanted to air. So they, you know, in that essence, they are, they are doing some kind of cover up because, or they're just being careful. Like, why did you bring this up on that? You know, their allegations, I could sue you for damages and libel. So it's really smart they didn't unless they have proof. But at the same time, you're ignoring the elephant in the room because it is what everybody is asking. Yeah. So that's it. Anything else going on with anybody? Um, let me see. And my stuff. Well, some exciting stuff is coming for us. Oh, my God. Should we wait? No. Wait. It's so <laughs> exciting, you guys. Now go over to Patreon and we'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we are going to see Ariana in Chicago. So very exciting. I am absolutely, like, losing my mind. I, I actually, like, have not been able to sleep. I can't but Like, I, you guys, I'm going to New York. I can't, I, I, I've been waiting for you. <gasps> I, I, I feel like now, like I'm, I was looking at the calendar and I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I can do this. It's coming so fast. Like, I don't know, like, ah, like, thank God I'm going with like expert traveler, Sarah, because otherwise it, I don't know what I would do. You There's, guys should tweet Andy and tell him we're going to be there. So we'd be happy to, happy to extend Extend our trip a day to be bartenders and watch what happens live. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's going to be fun. A whirlwind. Yes. So that's that's coming. Anyone else going? Anyone else in the area in New York? March yeah. 3rd, March 2nd, 3rd time frame that weekend let us know i'm gonna be making a bucket list patreon of all of the things that i want to see and we'll see if i can accomplish seeing them like for instance like i want to see like the smoke coming from the street you know like like teenage mutant ninja turtles i i want to see, see the cab get out of the cab i want to i want to smell like the smell that everyone talks about i want to try a bagel i want to try like kind of uh, like me a bagel i like i my bucket list like is like very long 
I want a, I want a Christmas ornament. I want like all the things. Well, pretty much everything we can see probably within the first hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It'll be easy to knock out all the the major major stuff. I'm so excited. But if that's if that's your like what do you call it? Um my itinerary goal, goal <laughs> yeah. level if that's your oh, if that's the bar you're setting is the steam coming out of the potholes or like man cover things then we're in good shape yeah yeah no i i'm not gonna be like i i have to like see 18 broadway shows or like every single museum like i know that that's like for our time frame that's that's not realistic so i just i want to just like sniff in the city that's what i want to do like hot nuts on the street i'm gonna message um brad set up a meeting with him um you like, can walk Maya and Kitty through yeah. Central. Yes. Give, give them a break. We're going to meet up with Laura Lee, see how – catch up with her, see how she's doing. Um, I mean, like, the possibilities are just endless. Yes, they are. Heather, can you please just come meet us? She will, won't she? No. Oh. I, think I don't she, know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <Maybe>. know. <laughs> She goes a lot of places. Yeah. Still. Um, all right. Well, should we get the episode? Let's get into it. So we covered the first seven minutes last Thursday. So I guess we don't need to cover it that much, really. Um, go listen to Thursday's episode. It's the first seven minutes. We can quickly, just so that we stay in order, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything else that you caught this time around that... You missed. Uh, so I'm going to need to ask you a couple of questions as we get going because there was a few things that I was like, huh? Because I was, I, I, I had a bunch of kids in my car and everything and I was like trying, I was like, hold the phone, what, what's happening? So, um, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just started out with like, I mean, props to Schwartz s- saying to Sandoval like, no, no, you can't bring up the Kristen thing. Like, Finally, like, some logical, sensical thinking. Um, I found myself, like, I want to say three times this episode, nodding along with Schwartz. And I don't think that's ever happened. Well, I mean, I've laughed at him before, but, like, I I was kind of like, huh. (laughs) Like, kind of into Schwartz right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just that Sandoval said, dude, but it's like, way worse what he did. I'm like, is it, though? Is it worse? Like, James said, look, Andy, I, w- I knew Sandoval, like, six months back, though. Like, he knew him for, like, six, he said three to six months when he did the thing with Kristen. Uh, so that is very, he's like, we've been brothers now for ten years. It's very different. So that part is different. Mm-hmm. The, the Kristen part and Raquel thing is about the same because they were both exes. So except for, I mean, Kristen had a long relationship, but James was engaged, but you know, you could kind of consider that. I mean, it's, I don't think what James did was worse. Um, obviously what Sandoval does did was worse, but worse to, to Ariana, not necessarily worse to James, but still, you know, pretty bad. I still, it, it feels to me like, 
Sandoval still doesn't get it. He still... No. He doesn't see... It's true. Yeah. It's like, is it that bad? No. Like, if you break it down and you're like, he cheated. That's very shitty. But but I can understand, like, his brain being like, then why is everyone so mad at me? Like, it's not that big of it. It's because you have to, like, look at all of these pieces. And, like, this situation with this group is not normal. So taking away all the normalness of someone just cheating, like... There's different elements to it. And the fact that he doesn't see, like, all of the people that he affected and hurt is just, like, you want to shake him. And he's just, like, you you, you almost go there with him. But then he gets so defenseless. Yes. And, defensive. Then, and then I like drop off. Yes. Yeah, with Lisa. Or even with Sheena at the, at the beginning of their talk. You know, he's crying. I miss her friendship. But then he, she's, like, just... Why can't you be remorseful? You keep doubling down. And that, she nailed it. That's exactly what he keeps doing. And he's like, what? I said sorry. She's like, why don't you just not say Raquel and Schwartz's name and you're, you know, on stage shirtless like a rock star. You know, like, he's not getting it at all, like, how he comes across. He didn't get it on Nick Vile. He didn't get it from Sheena telling him. And again, if if he posed the question differently, I think it would shut everyone up and no one would know what to say. If he said, I've said sorry in so many different ways, but I'm just wondering when enough is enough because each time I'm having to grovel and say sorry again, it kills me again. So when am I let off the hook? Like, if he threw that question back then, like, maybe people would start to under, like... But he does what Taylor did on Southern Charm. Okay, how many times is enough times to say sorry? So you're like, okay, we'll give it to you, Taylor. But then she turns around and pulls that Olivia T. Rob shit. And it's like, okay, now you just discounted everything you just said. Exactly. And Sandoval keeps doing that. Yes. (sighs) Well, we'll get to those scenes, I guess, when we get there. um... Speaking of us going to New York, I've been researching because um, there is a project that Sarah and I want to do while we are there that I think is just going to be spectacular. But um, as I was researching and doing stuff today, I was watching some old Scandival interviews. And the first one I watched was one, I believe it was done by Variety. Um, and it, it featured Sheena, Alex Baskin, Andy and like some other like major producer for NBC and they were all talking and I have to say going back and listening to the raw reactions like from the beginning like you know now we're several months down from all this happening so people are changing their tunes and you know the story is like it's changing it's morphing but to go back and listen to some of the even the way that Alex Baskin felt Andy things like that about Sandoval and even Raquel were very interesting and then I watched also the interview on shenanigans with Lala and Sheena that they did speaking about um, everything right after um, Sheena had her TRO hearing. And that was really interesting, too, because both of them are so, they're so mad still. You know, now it's worn, it's like I said, it's worn off a little bit, but it was Mm -hmm. interesting. Speaking of Alex Baskin, I realized when I was watching this episode, I was like, he said on one of his podcasts, like his fear is, because everyone's like, aren't you just so stoked at 
what a high peak this show reached last year. And isn't that the greatest thing that's ever happened to you? And he said, no, the opposite. He's like, it's my biggest fear because now you hit such a high, there's nowhere to go but down. And I feel like that is spot on because why I'm feeling like one, two, and now episode three, I'm feeling a little like someone let the air out of my tires a little bit. You know, it's like, it's fine. These episodes are fine, but I'm just feeling like a little, eh, you know, and it's because we're on that high. I know that. Yeah, but I, I still, like, maybe this is me being, like, really critical, but I feel like I, I just came off of, like, a major competition with Ronnie, and how they do this competition is the kids perform, and then the judges, like, right there talk about, like, the choices that they made, and they correct them or give them guidance or whatever. If I could give them, like, a little bit of guidance here, like – they're making choices that I don't know. Like, I feel like there were different choices that they could have made to make this more dramatic and interesting. There's levels, there's shading that they could have done. And it's very, like, I don't, like, I don't care to see Sandoval sit down with Lisa and yell at her. Like, it was kind of interesting. And then, and then ending with the Sheena one, like, uh, it's, it's not doing, just like they ended the, the whole finale with that. I'm like, do I care about Sandoval and Sheena talking? Not really. Like, give me the real story. No, and we were there that night. That wasn't the Hawaiian night, right? That was a different time. I swear I saw us. So I, I could, I had. Because that was when we were against the window yes. and the lady kept telling us to not film because they were filming. Yes. And that's when I, I witnessed all of the hugging between the cast and yes. all of that. Yes. Oh, um, Ariana hugging Kyle. Yes. Yes. Right. That was right in front of our face. You guys, where they're sitting, you can see like the glass, you know, when like Sandoval walks in and Sheena's like, there's Sandoval with Kyle. Ew, look, he's walking away. We, those, those women that you see he's walking through, we, that's where we were. We were them. That glass, that our faces were plastered up against that glass. <laughs> I was I was actually like very surprised at the way that filmed it filmed much calmer than it actually was that night like it looked like there was just like two people standing by the sir like little fountain thing and there was not Um, and you could hear it a little bit like I could see like a little the editing slipped a little when like Sandoval walked in and people started cheering. They're like, "Woo, yeah, like that. So I heard that. Was that a separate night or the same night that we hung around later and everyone like was fawning all over Sandoval? Not as much as Schwartz, but or was that a different night? I'm gonna look at my while we're talking. I'm, I'll look at my photos and I'll uh, tell maybe you. that was Hawaii. No, was that Hawaii night? No, I don't think he would have went to that. Would he? Oh yeah, that was Hawaii night because remember it was for donations, taking pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a different night, but um, yeah, and you can see some of the people holding up their phones because they're filming them film. Mm -hmm. And so we were doing that, but because we were right, like direct shot, we basically, if there hadn't been a glass partition, we would have been in the semicircle with the cast. Um, So they're like, don't film because we're filming. We can't have you filming us film. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So we got talked to a couple times about that, but from a very nice lady. Mm -hmm. Um. With a production company, she wasn't security, but you can see some people holding up their phones, and 
you only see a few, but I'm telling you, there was it was like a concert. There was a thousand phones in the air. You had to keep holding your phone higher and higher to jockey for a, an unblocked angle. It was crazy. Yes. Um, so, all right. Um, one of the things. Okay, we had. See, here's Sheena. Though I can, I could say, oh, here's Sheena, making about Sheena because she's upset that. James got an invite to Sandoval's when Sheena's the one that reached out over Ali and stuff, and yet she's blocked and James isn't. But then she took accountability and said, but I did bash him very badly on my podcast, so I guess that's fair. See, if Sandoval could be like that and take a little bit of accountability, but he just can't do it. Yeah. And then Ariana's like, he's i love this part when she's like yeah he just surrounds people now with people he pays and then the cameras pan over right to jason <laughs> the, thank you editors you yes. know what we're talking about thank you for that Mwah, chef's kiss thanks for listening we appreciate you <laughs> yeah seriously it, it really does help yeah and we had sheena talking about how she wanted to be the fergie and the gwen stefani which so tracks. Sheena doesn't want to be Britney Spears with a bunch of girl dancers behind her. She wants to be the only girl on stage with a bunch of guys. And she's just, a, she's being consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and do, do, oh, I thought it was interesting. And Sandoval got teary eyed that Raquel didn't say, dude, she didn't even wish me a happy birthday, man. Um, I forgot about that time. Because I remember he wished her a happy birthday, and she then blocked him. Yes. And then she never wished him a happy birthday. But here's my question, Sandoval. Did you, since Sandoval's birthday is after Ariana's by like a week or two, Mm -hmm. did you wish Ariana a happy birthday? Probably not. So why should Raquel wish Sandoval a happy birthday? Props. Way to go, Raquel. I think Sandoval, the way to hit him is he's not getting it for himself, but even like that scene with Jesse, like, or, you know, the other people that he feels bad, like their lives were like, why was Jesse's life so affected? Like who was giving him heat? Was he like hanging around or something, Sandoval, during Sandoval? No, but I do, like, 100% remember it was, like, a witch hunt to find out whoever was still following him to find out why. And, you know, like, it was just, like, it was a thing. Because everyone was trying to piece together who the hell is still going to support Sandoval, you know? Okay, okay. Well, I did appreciate that Sandoval is having feels about the the collateral damage and how people in his life that did nothing or being attacked. Like he's like, Jason's gotten threats. Like who's threatening Jason? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know, but so I appreciate that. It's probably some cool moms. If this stuff isn't hitting you, which it doesn't seem because he's so cocky and arrogant, no matter what he tells Lisa, for the most part, we've seen him be very arrogant, but it does seem to affect him when it's people like Jason or Jesse or Billy Lee are being hurt or attacked because of their association with him. So, mm-hmm. ew, I mean, maybe that's the way to, I guess, I don't know, have him think about how he affects. See, that is true. I, know, I loved when he called 
Lala a narcissist because like <laughs> she, she's not. Lala has empathy. She doesn't off the bat, but then when she hears it or thinks about it, she you know she has a lot of empathy and it's emotional. Lala's just an egomaniac, and I think she has actually said that herself that you know she's you know. Randall's a narcissist. She's just an egomaniac. And I would agree with that. I think she's got a very, you know, high opinion of herself and that's fine. That can be called confidence or that can be called, you know, egocentric, whatever it is, but it's not narcissism. Yeah, that uh, just to throw back to that the episode of Shenanigans that I was watching, it was so interesting because I'm sure you guys remember this too, but um they finally they talk about all of Sheena's TRO stuff and Lala sits there relating it to her own court stuff and it's this whole thing and then they shift into finally talking about the reunion and immediately Lala starts crying and said that she was so deeply affected by how people could be that effed up at a reunion show like and it's like you were one of the craziest ones like yeah. you like what are you crying? Like, it, I th- I think that baffles me the most because a lot of time she kind of lives like a thug life, which, you know, like if you are from the streets, you know how to, like, that's, that's how it goes. You talk your shit, you get shit talk back to you. And like, that's the, that's, that's how it is. But for Lala, I really think she was crying about the fact that people were saying that she went too hard. You know, like she she takes yeah. she starts reading the comments and she gets affected by either people saying like it's none of her business, she needs to keep her nose out of it, or like little things like that really take her down. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's a bruise to the ego. Yeah, for egomaniac, that's that is effective. Yep. So. Well, okay, so we go over and Anne is cleaning up Sandoval's mess, which is still so gross in its own, right? It's like, I get it. You can afford to hire someone to clean up your mess or like hire cleaners at least. Like that's their, that's their business. Just like, I don't know. Is she bringing him toilet paper? He's like, Anne, I'm on the toilet and we're out. Can you bring me like, it's, it just shows like his aura. And, and I, I've heard him make comments like a couple of times, like, yeah, like when he's talking to Ariana or even when he's talking to other people, he's like, well, we'll just have someone do that. And it's like, yeah, like sometimes that's really gross. Um, yeah. I, I don't like My people. Yeah, I don't like when people act like that. And especially when he's just making it convenient to himself to lay in bed or do whatever he wants to do and have Anne come over and straighten things up. Like it's yeah, it's it's gross. Yeah. So Katie and Ariana get their IVs and I don't know, just kind of talk about Sheena because Katie's about to meet her for dinner. Ariana said she feels like Sheena has a soft spot for Schwartz and Katie worries it's Sheena being wishy-washy Sheena, like, you know, how she always cowers. And I was surprised when they actually met up for dinner that Sheena, like, initially and proactively and not defensively offered up an apology for inviting Schwartz. And I'm like, Oh, you're, you're actually thinking about Katie's feelings now. Like you should have done that before you invited him. Um, Cause Ariana didn't want him there and Katie didn't want him there. And they're your two co-hosts. You should have asked them first, mm-hmm. but at least she acknowledged that it was a mistake without them having to tell her it was a mistake. 
so th- I see a little growth. This this storyline to me like parallels with last season when they were t- trying to make Schwartz and Raquel happen. It's like it felt very like not authentic and just like like we we all know what the real storyline is this year and it's Sheena and Sandoval. So to act like there's also like a little arc of Sheena and Schwartz to me like I don't care about that. Like I why yeah. do, what do I care if those two get along or hang out? Like I I don't. Um, classic, uh, Katie catching Sheena outside, taking a selfie. (laughs) Like, of course. Yes. Um, what do you think of Katie going on a date with Sheena's band member? (laughs) I mean, that tracks both into emo bands. I I think it's just for the show. I'm I'm unhappy about it. I don't, I think it's very convenient just like you know sheena's nanny slash yes you know uh lifelong friend you know is also like they they are really using the convenience of people to pull storylines like is she courtney's friend because she's quite a bit younger than sheena uh yeah i don't know i i'm sure they all grew up together i don't know yeah it's convenient all right, but before that, we have, okay, yes, I eye-rolled Sandoval walking down the street with his flowers, walking into Pump. I'm like, oh, no, Lisa needs her scene. Of course, we have Pump. We have Lisa. We already have to go through the Vanderpump dog plug. Um, do, you know what, goes- do you know what the first thing I thought was, was how she, like, commanded Raquel to bring her flowers? Yeah. You should... <laughs> Darling, get uh, come visit me, meet with me, bring me flowers, and we'll talk about season eleven. Yeah. No thanks, Lisa. What? You'll pay for this. I'm gonna get little graham cracker. Yeah. I don't care about your mental health. I only care about care about Tom's. So I thought this was gonna be your typical nothing filler scene. But what I did enjoy was, okay, first of all, I was shocked because normally I'm always complaining about how Lisa always has the guys backs, always, you know, go the back to the Jackson Faith thing, how Faith seduced poor Jax. And he, she's always defending the guys. She did it on the reunion. She was defending Sandoval. But here at least she said, why don't you be a gentleman and move out? That's what you should do. I'm like, okay, thank you finally for saying what should have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, still kind of, you know, she blamed him a little bit, uh, but just how immediately defensive he got and how ornery. And like, I couldn't believe actually the way he was talking to her. It was like your brattiest kid talking to their parent in the worst moment of their teens. Like, and then, and, and then he turned it around and he's like, you are bringing it up. You're jumping down my throat. And she's like, no, I'm not. And she really wasn't. Like, he yeah. he went off completely on his own. It was actually... His tone was crazy. I, I loved this because one thing you can always count on Sandoval to do is, like, truly show who he is. And that's why I don't understand how... 
viewers of this show never caught that because he always has done this. He throws little fits. He goes, like, he's always, this is Sandoval. He, you say anything to him and he's like, nya, 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 nya. like, he, he can't yes. help himself. No, I mean. And it's so dramatic and, that, and it's so over the top and he's she, always right, you know. She did yell back at him and I like that. He's like, you're attacking me. And she yelled back and something like, you're off, you're not here dealing with things or whatever. And he's like, you think I'm living this rock star life to my touring is grueling fucking work. It's like, you could be doing other things to make money. You're barely breaking even. We've had so many people comment that, you know, they're musicians, um, like professional touring musicians. Even Teddy Mellencamp said it about her dad, said, you don't make any money. You know what I mean? So if anything, you're you're breaking even. I get you didn't want to cancel the and dates because it, it looks bad. And but. I feel like if if it if if we're wrong and he did like rake it in, like he just apps like the band mm-hmm. touring, he was so successful with it, and Jason's such an amazing manager that he has deals that no one else has in the city. Like show us. Like sh- prove it. All the airline that's nine people's airline flights their hotel rooms even if they share that's you know four to five hotel rooms food and then the their payroll and when tickets are not only like twenty dollars but a lot of the time they're doing a half off special or you can just get in free if you just go Mm -hmm. so even if you sold out something like the canyon club which it's a big venue, but not like a concert venue, you mm-hmm. know? It's that's not that much to cover all of those things. And no e- and even in his heyday, he didn't sell that out, did he? Like it, it was never like no. sold out. No one else can come. Yeah, they were giving letting people in for free at the Canyon Club and then 50% off and yeah. So he's defensive with her, but then he's like you don't know Lisa. Like, I've had really dark thoughts. And then, of course, he has to say the, the magical word, which trigger, triggers her. And so from her yelling back, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't feel that way. You promised me you wouldn't feel like that. And he's like, don't tell me how I fucking feel. It's just which, which, again, like, I feel like it was brilliant to come at her like that because it did shut yeah. her right down. And it's true. Just because someone says, like, you know, reach out to me if you feel – if you're feeling low or something. Like, people have said that to me before in my life, and I, I, I would never – like, I know that that's probably not a good trait on my part, but I would never, like, call you and be like, Sarah, it's happening. You know what I – like, I, there's no way – there's no way. And so I, I thought that was almost like a little bit unfair for her to even put that on him. You know, like like almost like he was in trouble. You know, like, I told you. No. So what he seems more upset about is not like the world hating him. He's more upset that Raquel wanted to have sex with Nima. He's very bothered by that. Very upset. It's like, is this... Are you mad at Sheena because she said on a podcast something Raquel said to Nima? Or are you mad because you can't think in your mind, Raquel wants to sleep with another man and he's like successful and 
Like, I think that really bothered him. Um, it, yeah, it, well, it, it definitely, it was bothering him for sure. He's And then he's like, they talked about some really, really bad sexual things. Um, having an open relationship. Was that like a, when he said, he kept saying it, bad sexual things. I'm like, what? Did like, I miss like, that podcast? Yeah, well, I, that's what I wanted to ask you. I was like, what What did I, like, did they talk about, like, positions or something? That, or, that's what it seemed to sound like, but no. <laughs> he, it's just in reference that Raquel told Nima that Sandoval in April of 2022 at Coachella told Raquel that he, you know, Ariana and I are in like an open relationship, right? And Raquel told Nima that, just like Sheena said. She goes, I don't know if Sandoval told Raquel that or not. But regardless, she told Nima he said that. But like, he's bothered about that, but he was really bothered. And he's like, and then Sheena said, like, Raquel was begging Nima to have sex. And that was like what bothered him the most, I think. And I think that was like ego and dick driven. Yeah. I don't think that had anything to do with Scandaval. I think his ego was bruised. See, and like that's the other thing is it's like you're he's tr- he's trying to tell us what he's been through, that he's sick of saying sorry, um, that the whole world is coming down on him. It's a lot to deal with, but then he'll get hung up on like a weird detail like this, and it's like it it almost cancels out everything he just said. It's like Dude, yeah. like, just stop. Yeah. Whew. So, that's why he didn't respond to Sheena, because he, she keeps dragging his name through the dirt, but then she does say later that she stopped. And I do remember that on the podcast. Like, something happened. And maybe it was the Ali death when they all decided to kind of stop, um, you know, every week laying I it mean, all out there. I mean, I'm kind – so – a part of me is glad that he's bringing this up because it is true. And I, and I wonder if Ariana also will at some point bring it up, like when they start coming at her. But I mean, the cast was very relentless about, you know, dropping podcast after podcast covering. I mean, cause it was addicting. You were, it was like instant gratification to releasing a podcast. Everyone's talking like ev- yeah. every Make puzzle piece was. Yeah. And Everyone's so charting, getting yeah. a lot of money. And imagine being Sandoval and his ego. We'll let's talk about that again. He was going berserk. And Raquel talked about listening to everyone as well. So they're, they're, li- they're listening to these podcasts. It's annoying them. So I find it interesting that both of them have admitted that too. Yeah. I caught him in kind of a when he was actually kind of standing up for Ariana when he was talking to Sheena about, you know, her being so vindictive and selling him out on her podcast. And he's like, even Ariana, who's like, has been like a hundred percent less proactively vindictive than all of you people, you know, because she's just not into revenge or being like that. But then now he's um like Nick Files podcast or the other they, uh, Billy Lee's saying how like spiteful she is. She won't pay a bill. She won't get out. She won't do this or that. It's like, so which is it? She, is she spiteful and revengeful or is she not? Because you just contradicted yourself. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, maybe, was, that was interesting. Maybe that comes later. 
Because maybe it's still so fresh that... Well, and I wonder if people around him were like, I mean, look, like Ariana's not even that mad. It's everyone else, you know, and like, and that like fed his flame, yeah, you know? Because she was so quiet and silent for so long. You know, she didn't go back on social media for a couple months. So I guess how could she have been vocal and volatile because she had no outlet to let it be known. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she was screaming through his bedroom door. You know, like, so I guess that kind of makes sense because at the time she, yeah, she was very quiet and they, he probably took that as, Oh, she truly cares about me. She's being mature. She's just upset. But Mm -hmm. in in reality, she's just waiting to make her move. Right. (laughs) Which I love. I love the plot, Inga. So, oh, we've got our Vanderpump Dogs plug. Mm. Oh, but this is, okay, I have a question on this. So, by the way, I did ask Schwartz how Bert was doing, and he said he was doing well. Um, did Bert consent to having his medical records aired out on national TV? Does he want everyone to know he was in rehab for the third time and has cirrhosis of the liver? I just, I hope he cleared it with him is all I'm saying. I feel like he, he would consent to that. Like, I feel like he would too. Yeah. Because they love being talked about and like they and get sure, a real kick out yeah, of it. And I'm sure that they would like love the support too. Okay. I feel like that knowing them enough. Yes. Yes. We have all talked with them at some point in person and online and they do love it and they love everything about Schwartz and LA and the bars, but I just, you know, a little red flag. I was like, "Eh." you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would want that said about me, but uh, you know, it's props because spreading awareness, like I didn't know he was jumped and like had, you know, you know, struggled with that. That Mm -hmm. would be, you know, it's an interesting story. So, um, what? Lisa doesn't think the punishment fits the crime regarding Scandal. But yet, if it was her, do you know how evil and vindictive Lisa would be if this happened to her? <laughs> or one of her children? Oh, my God. If Jason, remember when those allegations came out yes. about Jason? Yes. Yes. If Jason had an affair with, well, let's see, Pandora is very good friends with Sheena. Stassi at one point with one of them Lisa would oof that would or be if like epic. Ken had an affair with you know at the time Kyle I, yeah I don't think um but anyway she's like you know but if she was still a wounded bird but she's out there living her best life so I don't I don't get it <laughs> but this triggered her because you know obviously Sandoval said the magic words to her ears, which, you know, was her Achilles heel, as it should be, you know, reminding her of her brother and, like, pay attention to the the signs. Mm-hmm. And people ask for help. So she tells Schwartz, why don't you get the group together and come to Tahoe for the opening of Wolf? Tahoe it's a little town on the border. It's like, we don't need a geography lesson, Lisa. We know where Tahoe is. But I do want to go. I do, too. It should be open now. Yeah. So, they go to Sir. He's going to invite everyone. Is that the the dick bouncer that everyone's saying hi to? Is that yes. the guy trying to sell you his personal 100%. table? 100%. He looks like, like 
Gene Simmons, but I don't want to insult Gene Simmons that way. He's awful. Like he's got that wiry hair, black, that it's, he's dying black. You know, it's not, yeah. He, I, yeah, I, I'm shocked he's even still around. Okay, you guys, go back to last summer's podcast with, like, Holly's experience, Brian's experience with this douche dickhead bouncer that was trying to, he was a rude to everyone in line. Then he was trying to sell people in line, I'll sell you my personal table for $500. Like, you're, no one's buying a table at Sir, okay? He Sir. comes out in the line and says the same thing for every single event that happens there. I don't want to send you guys away, but I have to. If you do want to stay, you can buy a table for $1,000 right now. But otherwise, I'm going to have to turn you away. And a lot of people left, but if you stay, everyone gets in. So you cannot listen to that fool. Yeah. If you're going, just go right by him. Yeah. Yeah. Did Cody leave? He wasn't in that scene either. Yeah. The bouncer. I haven't seen him in a long time. Huh. We need a wellness check on Cody, the yeah. bouncer. We need him on the pod. Yeah. Um, so Schwartz sits down and Lala's like, are you just popping in or were you invited? <gasps> and he's like, Lala, I brought you something. So now there's this thing called sober curious. So I guess that's like bi curious. I'm so, I'm sober curious. You know, with my baby shots, my baby is like a little curious, but babies can't drink. So I'm like sober curious, Just, you know. No, I'm doing quarter shots. Did you hear that? He's actually doing quarter shots now instead of half shots. I can't. Yeah, I heard him talking about that. I'm like, shut up. It's not funny. No. <laughs> or or like, it, it's thimble. not. What about thimble shots? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we should propose that. And you, you can be like, Schwartz, I can lend you my thimble collection. You can rent it out <laughs> $200 a night. Yeah, that that would be very... Um, kitschy, you know, for the the bar. Yeah, we got to follow up with Jaxus again. Speaking of, I know I was thinking about that today too. Just gonna do that in the morning. Just give him enough time. Yeah, but maybe suggest some dates or something. You know, we could do a trivia before the viewing of the show or after the or, show. Or maybe we should send some sample questions to like really get them. You know, so they can read it to the team and go, "Ha that's funny." You know, or whatever. Yeah. We could do that. Okay, or you know, we'll we can do some ones that incorporate the valley to help pump up the interest. Mm -hmm. All right. So James was trying to well let let go of his anger at Sandoval, um, and then Sandoval and Kyle Chan show up, and they have like, why is he going to see you next Tuesday when he just got in a fight with James? Like filming, I guess, obviously. Yeah. And no one will sit with him, which is funny. Yeah, we I were did. there that night. We were like, oh, Ariana's hugging Kyle. Is all this for fake? But I guess. I did I also really like that Sandoval was coming off like a little nervous to be there because yeah. sometimes I feel like his ego, you can't even tell. And, and in person, it's even worse because he really walks around with his chest held high and and yeah. I'm sure it's that protection mode. Like he said, he was like a little worried someone was going to throw a drink on him. Um, <laughs> which would have, I don't know why I didn't think of like tripping. That would have been really funny. 
in his direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. So Schwartz is like there talking about the Tahoe thing. Allie's like, why do you need to invite Sandoval? And Ariana's like, I don't want to be anywhere near either of you, Toms. She's like, I got rid of you a long time ago in my life, and my life's been better for it. And Schwartz is like, oh, okay, well, you're not the queen of the group, you know. Your ego's just getting a little too big. Okay. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the scene. And I'm not taking sides right now because I just, I don't know how I feel yet. Like, I need to see how this plays out. But I just enjoyed... Him standing up to her? Yes. Like... Uh, To anyone, really. Yeah, yes. I I think, like, I was celebrating that. But also, I, I, I almost, like, in this exact, like, sentence and this moment, like, I kind of agreed with him like she was kind of trying to dominate like the conversation and get the group to side with her. And there is a whole group still there. So I thought it was an interesting thing that he brought up and everyone kind of sat there like, like, what do we do now? And it was just an interesting moment. This is kind of where I feel like maybe Lala ripped off Schwartz a little bit because, you know, she's like, she's, She's treated like she's God. Maybe she kind of got that concept from Schwartz saying, your ego's too big. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, hmm, she is getting a little ballsy, right? Right. I don't know. But I think also saying it to Ariana, being the, like, she's the last person you, like, that she's. Yeah, but that's what made it, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I think she would be horrified to think people think she has a big ego. And that's why it stung extra. Yes. You know, because he says that shit to Katie all the time. She just, it doesn't affect Katie. She just rolls her eyes at him. Sheena, when she'd be like, what? You know, like. But but I'm kind of glad. It's actually true. Yeah. I'm glad that Schwartz spoke up, though, because Lisa brought this up in her conversation with Sandoval. But it's true. It's like, if this show is going to go on, if this friend group is going to heal, repair, move on, these convert these rough conversations where it's uncomfortable and weird, they're going to have to happen. Otherwise, like Ariana has to take her ball and go somewhere else. Like she can't keep, yeah, you know, do, doing saying no one can play. It's like then get off of the playground. Either she moves on or like everyone gets to like kind of be a player. And I, I just feel like it's a little, I know what Schwartz did was really shitty, but if you want to talk about the crime, not fitting the punishment, like they're, they're really taking it out on Schwartz. Like he, it's his best friend. He told him, you better tell Ariana. I will. He did not approve of it. He said, don't like Sandoval just forced him into his apartment for like, just had Raquel send the mail. They're like, he, obviously we, we have now found out he did set boundaries and he did push back and say no, but Schwartz is easily dominant, uh, manipulated or dominated. Mm-hmm. We know, we know this. So that, you know, I don't think it does fit it for him because you're going to punish someone for being a friend. Like I honestly, can't think of any uh, like best friends if they did something that I'm going to go 
rat them out to their husband. While that's maybe the right thing to do, it's your best friend. And you know I mean? and again, but you can say stop this doing. I can't you know condone this anymore. And if Chad was in our group and I and I made you hide something from Chad or you knew about something, I think it would be a fair thing for for Chad to be like, I'm disgusted that you kept so many secrets. Like I wish yes. that as as this is happening that they would narrate their thoughts a little bit because I know they've had these thoughts. And I think that is what is missing from this season so far is we need to hear, like they go back all the time and redo scenes. I need to hear, like I need Ariana to be like, I think you're a disgusting person the way you took Raquel's disgusting mail. I think it's gross how they slept over at your house. I thought yeah. the big bear trip was just like, there's so many, I can hardly look at you. Let him answer for that. And then, you know, either move yeah. on or not. But like they're, they're beating around to the bush. And I feel like I'm sure everyone gets it, but maybe some people don't get what exact? why they're so mad at Schwartz and yeah they need to yes all of those things that now I've already forgotten about and I was like wait I'm, ba- I'm mad at him again because of well the comment they made outside of the food truck yes when Schwartz is Sick. like oh, I think he should kind of like someone else Ariana saw that oh okay the big bear trip the trip to St. Louis the camping um glamping where they all made little Watch your back, married guys. You know what I mean. I know They're- who. I know who. What Raquel <coughs> wants for her birthday. All the men that. Yeah. yeah. That's why Ariana should be treating him the way she's treating him. So in that case, the punishment does fit the crime, but no one knows this. Lisa doesn't know this. So it appears to these other people like, oh, poor Schwartzy. But if they put knew all of these things in a list like we're making, then everyone would get it. Why and, Schwartzy and should the- be. Yeah. And the other thing is Schwartz doesn't want those things brought up because if Ariana could make a case of why the world should be mad at him, then he goes back into the bad area for his restaurant, for his all of his brands and everything. So he's trying to play it cool. He's trying to be the glue. But I just wish that the group would verbalize a little bit what he has on the line at this point and who he's choosing. Everyone keeps talking about that. They're like, you know, like at that in the Nick Vile interview, they're like, why do you constantly take this guy? He doesn't deserve it. Like, talk yeah. about that. Why? Tell us why he doesn't deserve it. And like, I, I feel like that's, yes. that's a big story that we're missing. Yes, that's exactly right. Ariana needs to keep saying all the stuff, like we just said, that she knows about so that the audience can, because, you know, if we're forgetting things that we were talking about last year think about fans that aren't anywhere near the level of super fan uh, that, yeah well that's what i mean and like <laughs> yeah. you know and even though the whole world was following along the timeline of scandal yeah it's starting to we're starting to lose it because everyone's like get over it you know and it's like i don't know in a way i see why ariana's not over it and then it's also his demeanor you know here they're at sir i'm sure everyone was nervous to film this and he comes over and he's like, Hey guys, can can you scoot over? Like, you know, it's like he's yeah. just inserting he's being bashful shorts, like, oh shucks, guys, can I? Like, you're not mad at me, are you? Yeah, I missed the group. Yeah. Like Sheena Sheena, say something for me. Stand up for me. <laughs> okay. So let's let's get to Sheena. Do you think obviously She's going to the bathroom 
why is she going all the way to the farthest corner opposite where she's sitting to go to the back bathroom when the other bathroom's right there? And also, why is she sneaking through the little snaky maze route and happens to pass by Sandoval's little tube top, which it would be impossible to do unless you were making an effort to do it. Yeah. I mean, the back bathroom, I I do understand why she would go there because the front one's so crowded. I was going to say, like, if I had to poop or something, I would do that. Well, she just wants, <laughs> she wants to be away from all the fans. She wants to put yeah. her makeup on. The, yes. the, the, it's a front, it's one stall. Yeah. So I understand, but, you know, but, you know, cameras, do, was she told, Sheena, go to the bathroom. We're set up in the back. Like, yes, 100%. That's why she, when he's like, Sheena, and she like stopped and just looked at him, like dramatic pause. Yeah. <laughs> like how many times did she do that walk? Okay. Take two, walk back. Yeah. Okay. And walk by Sandoval. They're like, uh, can we redo that lighting? We didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you here in public, but I'll talk to you in the back. And we remember this thing because everyone's like, Sheena came back in. She's all upset. Her and Sandoval just got into it in the parking lot, which we had just been in. We were like, damn it. Yeah. Um, but I think they would have shoot us away. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go out back and he gives her like the longest most extended like creepy stare i'm like what say something like say something y'all and he's like you got like this like shania twain biker like oh she's like yeah it was going for the y2k look yeah dude that's it Uh, it's like sienna we're we're not we're not doing like little fashion with each other yeah so he goes the pity party route and he's like I'm wearing Y2K sweater. It was Ollie's. Like, oh, nice way to start. Okay, now you- nice bridge into that. Yeah. Um. So she's like, yeah. Speaking of, thanks for like not acknowledging my. He's like, I thought you were just doing it so you could say you did it and look good. Uh, anyways, she says, you know. Well, I have a heart, not like you do. And then, of course, he blows up like you did at least. It's like, dude, how many times do I have to say sorry? I told you I'm sorry that day at your house. It's like, maybe be sorry to everyone else that you've caused harm and damage to. And that's what I loved when she said, maybe they stop saying Schwartz and Raquel's names on stage. Maybe have a little humility, which is ironic coming from Sheena, but touche. Um, yeah the mic down yeah I I, again like I I get why Sandoval is frustrated because normally like in the history of Vanderpump rules he knows how reality TV works when Lala says something to him he snaps back when Stassi says something to him he snaps back that that's their thing they yell back and forth so he thinks that's what he's supposed to do he yeah. thinks that's his job so when Sheena kind of laid out her argument he argued back and she's like you're not going to be blaming me for oh he's like by the way that interview that you did it caused a lot of harm to Raquel so I hope I hope you know yeah. that and she's like it's this is not like my fault. It was your actions, and he he cannot like it. it people yeah. say that to him, and he doesn't. That doesn't fit his like reality show filming 
schedule or or, or his yeah, tactic. She, she store, he he said this on other podcasts and stuff too. When she said, you know, he's like that really hurt her. She's like, well, yeah, maybe you should have never slept with Raquel or whatever. He's like, oh, there we go again. I guess I'm going to be hearing that the rest of my life. It's like, well, yeah, you are. Yeah. Why are you so shocked that that's what people are saying? Like, you know, Schwartz, um, and he even, he even, the group dynamic and Ariana's like, your buddy created that. And he yelled it a couple of times during this episode. I can't change the past. What am I like? What? And it's like, no, you can't, but like, you don't, you also shouldn't be using that already. Like maybe use that in like, I don't know, next season or something, you know, like maybe then it would be more received, but it's like, I don't know. It's like you total, it's like you total your car and you're like, what? I deserve a new car. It's not my fault. And it's like, dude, like that, what car is like completely wrecked beyond recognition. Like it's done. Like you, yeah. it's not just like go get a new car. Yeah, it's too soon. Oh, it's too soon. So she storms off, and he's all like sad. And then they play like they, they're oh. switching up the Trixie monocle. It's like they switch to boys to men or something. <laughs> and and once and another like another song where it's like not taking any accountability. It's like how did it come to this? Where did it go wrong? It's like what it went wrong when he cheated like a mofo. That's what happened. <laughs> a harmonizing boy band just like I, I I swear to god the vibe I got was it's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye. No, wait. And yeah. The whole, the whole build. <laughs> That's what the song felt like to me. I was like, oh, I even thought getting it was, dramatic uh, yeah, now. Yeah, it's all, I swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So on Watch What Happens, the poll was, do you think Sandoval has shown enough remorse? It was like 96% no. <laughs> yeah, no. And, like, I, I'd like to put out a, well, I guess we have to wait till it happens, but, like, is it going to satisfy your soul to see him laying on the ground screaming with like headphones and his, his his neck vein bulging out? No. Like that's it's not like I'm going to be like, "You know what? Now I feel bad." <laughs> like I let's let's lay off a little bit, you know. It just reminded me of the emo night when they and Sheena's like pumping like her her <laughs> hips in her big sweatshirt. She's like it's like, let's have a time. Actually, I don't want to do that and blast everyone's ears out, but like her, her screaming was frightening me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was so like manly. And, and yeah, and I love I love their like comfortable emo outfits. Like, yeah, like a soft, like oversized sweatshirt, like a wonderful hug with the emo. Like it's like that that it's the the whole thing is just beautiful for the eyes to see every night is emo night every night is vpr night okay um i have one thing they said on watch what happens live because i know you didn't watch it yes but i think we should do because it's southern hospitality finale this week Mm -hmm. so we should do that you know anything of note that we missed last week combine it with a finale Mm-hmm. And we should do the after show when the, they they weren't out today, so I guess tomorrow. Oh, great! So we can do Southern Hospitality and the Vanderpump Rules after show notes. We can either you know do here or Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I learned was Trevor is now out of the picture. 
Oh. So Andy was like, Maddie, you guys, you and Trevor really don't seem like that great of a couple. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I would be more surprised if they were together. You yeah. know, like, yeah. And actually, it was, his question was so, because the audience kind of gasped. And then she looked like a little offended, like, excuse me. And James, like, did his, like, you know, kind of giggle, like, with his yeah. hand over his mouth. Because it was kind of rude. He's like, you don't seem like that great of a couple. But actually, what he said was spot on because, A, that is right. Because they're not interesting enough to be, like, a bad, volatile couple. Right. And they're not likable enough to even when they are having fun, nobody cares or likes it because we don't really like him and she's not that she's okay you know what I mean but it's like yeah just say he said it so mediocrely and that you know it's like when you're like Schwartz said I'd rather be hated than indifferent to mm-hmm. you know that is it's worse when like you feel nothing you'd rather you know feel hate or love that is kind of Trevor and Maddie they are the indifferent it doesn't matter and that's not the vibe you want when you're trying to be a tv star well yeah i i just feel like a they have to stay together and like stop talking about their problems so she has to get some kind of other storyline or he has to go away yeah to be successful something has to change yeah exactly yeah well that's it hopefully i did see a little preview of a after show ariana talking about i forget now but it looked good. So yeah, I went to find I, it and I could not find it. I mean, I have absolutely been loving the after show and all the content that we're getting out. It, it's actually better than the, the episode. Show. So, yeah. Um, yep. This episode was okay. And, and if we're building to get to Tahoe and Tahoe is a great payoff, like, like I'm down. Yeah. It, it's, but I mean, this, this has been a slow build, dude. And the explanation of Graham slash hippie, which then I expect next week we will be getting quite a podcast from Rachel. Yes. So that'll be interesting as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back um, Thursday, Friday-ish. Yes. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.